Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hello, hello. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. Yay! Friday. It's like Friday. I love a Friday. I love a good Friday. And it's a holiday weekend too. So I know I know as realtors, a lot of us are working this weekend, but I really, really hope that we're also having some fun, that we've baked in some fun to the weekend and some family time uh, for Easter, right? Whether And if you don't celebrate it, bake in some family time anyway. So I hope wherever you're at, the weather is nice and it's cold here. So, okay. Um, just a quick reminder, all of these are recorded. We have fabulous hosts every single day. So not just Friday, every single day. So catch us on YouTube, catch catch us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all the places you find your wonderful podcasts. So today, um, I'm Amy Izzo, spilling the tea with Amy every Friday. So I want to talk today about schedule and the right activities. What are the right activities? What should be in our schedule and what should that look like? And um, lots of people talk about perfect schedules. I say our schedules are imperfectly perfect. I don't believe there's a perfect schedule. And I think that while there are regular activities, we need to get in the habit of doing daily. Um, I And I want to, we'll talk about this today. I don't, I think that their life happens and you have to be able to complete those activities, but also let life happen and have some flexibility in your schedule without having a mindset of beating yourself up, beating ourselves up. That happens. Oh, I didn't do this. Or if we miss a day on a key activity like lead generation, if we miss a day um, on a key activity, sometimes what we do is we beat ourselves up and then we let ourselves miss another day. And then a day turns into five days, turns into two weeks, turns into a month. That not acceptable, right? If we were running a brick and mortar business, pick your favorite. I love to go out to eat or to travel. So I always use a restaurant. If we were using, if we were all running a restaurant, we would not just close the doors today because life happened, right? We would have processes in place. We would put processes in place that allow life to happen, but the restaurant to still run. A real estate business is the same thing. It's our business. So we need it to run while we're letting life happen, right? While we're getting, if we're parents, while we're getting kids where they need to go, while somebody is sick, um, while we're taking care of sick parents. Um, I have parents I have to run and help sometimes. I have family members. I have children. We all have stuff. And even if I had none of those things, I still have I still have life, right? There's still things, the car breaks down, the windshield gets broke, right? Things happen um, that we also have to take care of in the course of our day. So I find myself sometimes just running from place to place, running, running, running from place to place. And a little bit like a chicken with my head cut off, right? Um, Sometimes, and often I have to go, oh, okay, did I get everything done today? I have days like that. We all do, no matter our production levels, we all do. So um, having uh, systems in place that help you run your day the way that you want to run it and help you get back on track, get right back on track the minute that that goes off track. And it will, and it will, and that's okay. So developing your schedule, and sometimes I want to talk about that first, you really need to take some time to develop your schedule. 
So I do this not once, but pretty regularly. So what do I mean by that? Well, you know, at the beginning of this year, based on my goals for the year, I thought about what is my schedule going to look like every day? So if I was just time blocking out what I was going to spend time on, what are some of those things that I would be spending time on? And where are the holes, you know, and kind of made a list of those things. So some things that should be on that list, right? As lead for all of us is lead generation, lead generation, time to actually put the systems in place to generate the leads, Um, lead conversion, time to actually convert the leads, call them, get them in our, get those leads in our CRM into the proper drips, email them, record videos for them, text them, whatever it is that we're doing, mail something to them, right? Whatever it is that we're doing, that should be in our schedule. Um, But what about things like working out, right? Exercise. So what about things like, oh, I'm a parent, so I've got to get my kids places. That should be in our schedule. Oh, I like to dance, so I want to go dance on Tuesday nights, right? Oh, I like to um, I like to go on appointments, so I need appointments in my schedule. Have you set standards for your business? Like, have you decided what hours of the day do you go on appointments? What hours of the day do you not go on appointments? That's really important. So one of the things I did at the beginning of the year is I carved out, okay, I take appointments in the afternoon and I take the I take appointments in the evening on specific days. And there are a couple of days that I take late morning appointments. Now, I don't talk about it like that to anyone, but I know that and my schedule is time blocked like that. So I know this is how I spend my time, which means I lead generate and I prospect in the and I make follow up calls in the mornings. So for me, that's what works really well. I am best on the phone in the mornings. I stink on the phone in the afternoon because for me, I'm tired. My energy is down, but I'm great to get in a car and go on a listing appointment. Or I'm great to show a house. I'm gr- I can do those things in the afternoon. I don't take appointments after seven at night because my energy is low. I get up at 5 a.m. So my energy is too low. And also that's time that I want to be spending at home with my family. And also by nine o'clock, I want to be getting ready for my evening routine. So thinking about where, how you want to spend your time and then getting granular around booking those things into your schedule. So it starts really high level. How I started when I first started doing this, because in the beginning, I was just running around doing stuff, right? Answering text messages, answering emails, answering the phone. And I would just run around and do stuff. And then it would be quiet. And I would do nothing. And I was like, oh, where's my business? Now I got to go do stuff again, right? So it's kind of a little race up and down roller coaster race for me in the beginning. When I got intentional about my schedule and said, okay, these are the chunks of time. These are the chunks of activities I'm going to spend my time doing. Now, what times of the day are going to do them, right? Then I could then I could take a minute also to find the holes in my schedule. Where was there chunks of time that were open in the day? Um, were there things that weren't in my schedule that I want to be in my schedule? Whether those are personal things for fun or family, or whether those are biz- more business things that. I just didn't put in my schedule because perhaps 
I didn't think I had the time or I didn't have the skill set to do them, or maybe it's a delegatable item, right? There are things in my schedule that are delegatable items that are there just so I remember to delegate those to the right people. And I'm always working on that, folks. (laughs) I could do more of that. So if you feel like that. Um, identifying where in your daily activities are you reactive? So if you don't time block today or you you can't say whether you really just put it in your calendar or not, and I'm, I'm a little bit a slave to my calendar. I've gotten to the point where when people ask me for things, I go, let me check my calendar. Like I have to check to see, well, what am I doing tomorrow? Or I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow without looking, which for me is good. I didn't start out life that way, but for me, it's become a really great process. Um, so... But getting there, I had to think about where were the holes in my schedule? Where was I being reactive? So where are you being reactive? Um, You really should not spend the bulk of your day in reactive mode. If you are, we can regroup and we can fix that. That is something that we can correct. It's just a behavior change. Um, What are you not doing that you should be doing on a daily basis? Are you lead generating, converting, following up every day that you work? Every day, you can't lead generate once a week, every day, because you'll lose people. That's why. If I call somebody today and I don't follow up with them for two weeks because I get too busy in the today business, they may go with someone else in two weeks, no matter what they said to me on the phone. Oh, I'm not buying till summer, but I met Amy Izzo between my last phone call with so-and-so. Amy Izzo called me and I met her and she helped me to see some things differently. And now I'm in pre-approval and I'm buying a house. Or now I'm getting a home valuation and I'm signing a listing agreement. So I'm the kind of agent that will swoop in and get you to sign a listing agreement now for a June listing, for an August listing, right? And I'll just put the right forms in place to make that all work in my market, but I got you, right? And I'm going to work with you and keep you on the hook. So you've got to lead generate, lead convert, lead follow up every single day because we're not, I'm not the only agent in town. So, and I've definitely uh, lost business from not doing these things. Definitely. So. We're not perfect. Um, so I try to implement my time block in five places. Personal time first. I didn't do that in the beginning of my career, you guys. Whew, you got to do that. And you really miss out. My business runs better when my personal stuff goes in first. Prospecting lead generation, um, email and phone time. Delegate as much of that as you can. So if you're doing enough, if you're a brand new agent, you're doing all of this, right? If you've got any kind of volume, Let's get a TC in place. Let's get an admin in place to help us. Administration, working in the business. So you have to work in the business. So I have to go on my listing appointments. I have to show houses if that's what I do, right? No one can do that for me, oh, unless I hire a showing agent. There's mo- there's models, but that's not today's call. Um, and, then, and then you're just your intentional focused um, time of working on your business. We work in our business by going on appointments right? And we work on our business by creating processes, putting mailings together, being creative, which is different from our lead generation and our prospecting time. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, Other things, once you have these things in your calendar, it's really then a discipline and a mindset. So every day I start with my calendar. On my phone every day. For me, it works on my phone. For some people I work with, they write it all down. I don't care how you do it. But for me, my day starts with opening my calendar. 
you know, it's ter- terms of my work day. It starts with open my calendar. What am I supposed to be doing right now? For me, it really does start with opening my calendar because I have to, I have to look at it and go, okay, right now I'm supposed to be working out, right? Oh, now I'm supposed to be on an accountability call. Now I'm supposed to be at agent power huddle. Where am I supposed to be? Every night before I go to bed, I look, what am I doing tomorrow? Do I need to adjust anything based on life? Life has happened. Do I need to adjust anything? Sometimes we have a heads up that life's going to happen tomorrow, right? So maybe I do need to adjust tomorrow based on some occurrences for today or some things I can see coming. Once you know how you're going to spend your time and you have that baked into your calendar, now it's just about starting and following it, right? Starting your day with it. Okay, I see it and I know, all right, eight to nine, I said I was going to do my lead generation. Nine to 10, I'm going to do lead follow-ups. Now it's doing those activities, putting my phone on silent for that hour of lead generation time. That's really important. Um, We can all silence the notifications. It doesn't hurt. It's very easy to do. Uh, do when if I'm lead generating and someone is calling me on a current transaction, I'm not answering that phone call because I'm lead generating right now. I I will get them in the lead follow up as long as I'm doing it every day. So I'm not telling you not to answer your phone, but I am saying don't answer your phone during the activities that make you money, money making activities. Lead generation, lead conversion, lead follow up. That is what makes you money. That is what makes you money. And following up with your current clients, asking for testimonials, checking in to see how they're doing, that makes you money too. But those are separate time blocks. So blocking those and working those appropriately with no interruptions. Do you work from home? I do. Shut the door. I didn't have a door in my office because it was an it used to be just an old open space. Um, I have a door. I put a door on. Prior to that, I had to just establish a rule with the folks in my house. Now, my folks are a little bit older, so I don't have four-year-olds running in here. I did when I started in the business. That was a whole different thing. I was working around their schedules back then, working around nap time, working around school time, working around daycare. That was a whole different thing. It can all be achieved. But for me now, I established some rules. So when my stop sign is up, you know, you don't come talk to me. When my door is shut, no one comes in my office unless the house is on fire or there's a different kind of real emergency. The door is shut. No one will come in while I'm on agent power huddle because the door is shut. So I had to build a door, right? Put some standards in place and communicate that if you work from home. If you're not able to do that, but you can leave your home, leave. <laughs> Go to Starbucks. I have done that, right? Um, in your office, if you're in an office, you're there to work. So when you're in your office and it's lead gen time, put a stop sign up. Stop. I'm in I'm in work mode. Stop. I'm in lead gen mode. Literally, I have done this. I've worked in office settings where we were out in the open and didn't have a private office with the door. And I would put a stop sign up. Stop. Don't talk to me because I'm not there to water cooler chat. It doesn't mean I'm not friendly and I won't do those things, but that is not what I'm there to do. Stop. I'm in my focus time. Let me focus. Um, once you have those disciplines in place, you know, and it takes time. What does it take? It takes you intentionally getting up and going, okay, I'm going to look at my phone. Here's what I'm supposed to do. Putting your phone on silent and then doing those things in those time blocks, not letting yourself get distracted. And here's the thing, give yourself breaks. So one method that really works well that I learned that I really just implemented in my business about a year ago is the Pomodoro method. 
So Pomodoro method, um, you can, you can look that up Pomodoro, like the tomato, right? It's an, um, it really me, it's really a method that's out there that you, where you use a timer and, uh, you, you do still set your notifications on silent, but you use a timer and you don't have to look at the clock and you don't have to do anything. You just listen. So when I'm going to do some lead follow-up calls or I'm going to shoot some videos, I put the timer on 45. I like 45 minutes. Some people do 30 minute time blocks, but I'll do a 45 minute time block and I don't stop until I hear the timer go off. So I just keep working on that item until I hear the timer go off. When the timer goes off, no matter where I'm at on that activity, I'm done, I'm finished. Now I get a break. So I like to, they say you should take five minutes and go into the next. I like 15. (laughs) So I break a lot of rules. You have to find out what works for you. So I always start with, what do the gurus say? What are the people more successful with me say? And then what works for me? So some semblance of it. So I like to take 15 minutes. So I'll step away, get a cup of coffee, get a water, go for a walk, whatever I want to do for that 15 minute time block. Then I'm right back into my time block. So if I have an hour lead generation time block, I'm probably going to work solid 45 minutes, take a 15 minute break, go into my lead follow-up time block next and manage my day that way. There are very few, if almost no, emergencies in real estate. There really aren't. Even the closing that was supposed to happen today at 8 a.m. that got canceled yesterday was not a vast emergency when it all happened that I needed to stop what I was doing and deal with it. I needed to finish my time block and then make my follow-up call and take care of that situation. And I did. And now it's rescheduled for next week. Sad, but true. So those are, but we treat them like emergencies. I promise you they're not emergencies. So staying focused. So Pomodoro method really works because I don't have to think much about it. I've already established the time block. I know what I'm supposed to do. I've silenced my phone. I turn on my timer and I just got to work, right? Until I hear the bell ring, right? Kind of like when I was in school. Can't leave the room in school until the bell rings. Same thing. That works really well for me. So Pomodoro method. And thank you for dropping a link into that to read more about it. Um, so take a look at that and see if that helps you, um, that repeating those habits every single day will help you create, will repeat those activities every day will help you turn these into habits. And that's what we're trying to do is just create habits that run our business. You're really learning to do less things better, which feels a little weird, but if you can do less things better, sometimes what we do is we run from thing to thing day after day after day, that we don't spend enough time on the right things because we're running into everything. Once you know that um, what your time blocks are, where you're going to spend your time and you're starting to create the habit, what's going to become clear to you is if you have the right systems and processes in place to support your time block. So if I just said, book yourself one hour of lead generation a day, and you agreed with that, and you went out and booked one hour of lead generation a day, but you don't generate leads. So day one of lead generation, you're going to be like, how do I generate leads? (laughs) Right? Or, you know, or maybe you're just, you've just never done that before. So, you know, and there's a lot of ideas in front of you. You may find yourself spending that time block getting yourself started and that's okay. 
right? So if you've not generated leads before, or you don't like the way you've generated leads before, you've been wanting to try something new, you may need to spend that lead generation time like figuring that out, reaching out, getting some help. The first thing I would say is make sure you have a CRM. You have to dial in the right CRM. The right CRM is the one that you'll use. Many of us have them and we don't use them. So the one that you'll use, but components that it should have in place is you should be able to hold all your contacts in there. You should be able to tag them appropriately. So you know who your SOI is, your sphere of influence, right? Who is your SOI? Who are the people that know, like, and trust me already and would love to do business with me? Who are my past clients? You know, if we're not a new realtor, we have past clients. Who are the new leads and where are they coming from? Are they coming from Z buyer because I'm buying Z buyer, which are cash, you know, offer leads? Are they coming in from a just listed property ad that I'm running on my uh, on one of my on my Facebook ads or wherever I'm running that from? You know, how are they coming in so that you can tag them? And then your serum should allow you to send email, send text messages, make phone calls, send video. Super important. It does all of those things. So implementing and dialing in the right CRM. So if you set up your whole schedule and you're so excited and then you're like, I don't use a CRM. How am I going to do my lead generation? It's okay. Now you have identified, and this happens to so many people. Now you've identified something you need to put in place. So maybe your first time blocks for lead generation are getting your, starting to use your CRM. Maybe some of your first time blocks are starting to organize your CRM if you have one that you don't use or you have one that's not organized. Your lead generation and your lead conversion time blocks and your follow-up time blocks get easier to keep in two or three hours of your day every single day if they're in a CRM and you go in every day and you're like, okay, today in this next hour, I'm going to follow up with X number of people in my SOI and my CRM. And you don't have to go find their names and find their numbers or think about who to call because they're in there already. And you're just going through them on a schedule. Organizing your CRM, putting notes in. So part of my, you know, my time blocks is working in that CRM, putting notes in, things like that. Also thinking about scheduling, uh, start making sure your work, you have a strategy for keeping in touch with your sphere of influence. That is that these are activities that should be in your schedule. Um, minimally quarterly, you know, activities with your clients, with your past clients, monthly touches with everybody. There's always a reason to touch everyone. And email is great. Those of us that have everybody on an email drip, wonderful. I'm glad you do. But are you touching them any other way? besides email. That's one way. That's one way. Um, are you touching them monthly any other way? Are you sending them a card in their mailbox? Are you showing up in their mailbox? Are you connected to their social media? Your sphere of influence should see you on social media when they open their favorite platforms. They should see you coming into their email. They should see you coming into their text messages, even if it's once a month. They should see something from you on a regular basis so that you're always top of mind. So putting that strategy together and baking that into your calendar for the month, for the quarter, for the year is really important in keeping your business growing. Do you have time in your calendar where you look at your testimonials and you think about, so once a quarter, I look at 
who's given me testimonials that I've done business with. I'm still following up with people from last year. They they're busy. They will eventually give me a testimonial. I promise you it has happened. They're just busy. So I'm still looking at, I'm looking at people every quarter that did not put a Google review out there for me yet. Um, can I get that from them? So how can I get that from them? Um, can I invite them to a, to a, a client event so that I can get it from them? Things like that. Um, also, you're running a business. So do you have time in your calendar to set up your budget to look at your quarterly profit and loss inventory and statements? Uh, are you looking at how you're spending your money? I hate this part of the business. I don't like it. It's not fun for me. That's just my personality. Some of you think it's really fun. I wish I had some of that. I don't, but it's still in my calendar. I have to look at my expenses. I have to look at the money coming in. I have to look at the profit and loss. I have to reevaluate the tools. How many tools are we paying for that we're not using? I either start using them or stop using them and clean up the expenses. That's gotta be in your time blocks too. That's not a daily activity necessarily, but minimally it's a quarterly activity if not more often. So weekly I'm coding my expenses, monthly I'm taking a look at the PL. quarterly I'm making, I'm thinking about making changes and adjustments, all disciplines. So we've talked about lead generation. We've talked about lead follow-up. We've talked about lead conversion, talked about personal time. We've talked about sphere of influence, quarterly uh, contact, monthly and quarterly contact with your past clients, setting up your budget and your profit and loss statements and looking at those things, calculating your ROI, looking at your goals. Where are you in, in, uh, where are you tracking right now towards your goals? We just finished Q1. Wherever you landed, you landed for Q1. Do you know yet where you landed for Q1? If you don't, let's figure that out. It doesn't matter what the results are. We just need, we need the data. We need the data to get better, to move forward. If you're way ahead, don't lose momentum. You have great momentum. If you're a little behind, keep going. Pick up the momentum. If you're way behind, it's okay. You still have nine months. You still have nine months, so don't quit, right? It is one of the toughest markets this year um, that I have seen last year too, right? But I would say, geez, I'm feeling it more this year, I think, than last year. It's a tough, tough market, especially with our buyers. So, But I would say even for our sellers, volume is not fun, right? Volume is really tough to deal with too. So making sure um, that we've got these things in place in our schedule to keep us moving forward, keep our mindset positive, um, keep, keep us in productive activity. It is more important now than ever before when every client takes more effort than it's ever taken. Every client takes more effort. I have, it doesn't matter. I'm talking to agents that have so many pre-approved buyers that have been pre-approved for months because that's the reality of the market. Everything we do takes three times the number of effort, in my opinion, that it used to take, than it took two years ago. So three years ago. And if we're new in this market, hang in there. It just takes this focus activity. And so getting your schedule figured out, really getting it figured out, that works for you, but has these key things in there that help you generate money. Every single day, we need activities that help us generate money. And then once we've generated money, keeping the money in our pockets as much as we possibly can. 
being open and thinking about um, more creative lead sources, being open. I've had to do things to get listings that I haven't had to do before. I've had to take on absentee owner properties, which I didn't do before on a regular basis. I've had to take on some new things for me that's helped me keep my uh, listings fresh and help me have a lot of listings moving forward. So just be open to those things, but putting a schedule in place for yourself, whatever it is, even if it's some semblance of what I just talked about, it doesn't have to be all of it, right? If you're like, oh, she just overwhelmed the heck out of me. Just start with what you can start with a couple two, three money-making activities and a couple of things for you, right? A couple of things to get you healthier, um, mindset things for yourself, exercise for yourself, eating healthy for yourself. I promise you it helps your business. I'm a living, breathing example of that. Just get those in. If you don't know where to start, track your time. Take one week, take a piece of paper, write it down, put it in a Google sheet. I don't care how you do it. Put in your schedule. And just write down, what am I doing all day? What from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed in 30 minute increments, what are you doing all day? I promise you, you will find time in there that you can shore up and, and improve your activity. I promise you. And but that data collection is not a judgment thing. There's nothing on there that you're doing wrong. It's just going to identify for you where you can adjust, where you can adjust. Um, and I will say one more time, bake you into your calendar first and then everything else around it and your business will flourish. I love you guys. Have a great day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.